Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I hope everyone is doing well. This is part two of the show that you heard last week. Uh, we, we recorded two back-to-back shows, all in with Israel in mind. We had a great lineup, and I hope everyone had a chance to listen to it. It's definitely been a trying you know, a week for everyone, I'm sure. Um, But, you know, this is, we're going a little bit back in time because this was recorded last week and and, uh, I appreciate uh, everyone understanding the the time differences of when it was recorded to when you're listening and what's going on in between. I pray that there's peace now, but I'm not quite sure yet. (laughs) So um, I've, I've been skipping my intro. I feel like right now with everything that's going on, we have so much to say. So we're going to skip the intro. You know where to find me. You know how to listen to this, Naomi at Nachum. You can email me, Naomi at and listen to this on NachumSiegel.com and on our app uh, on, what's it? What's the app? Nachum Siegel Network app. Thanks, ZK. <laughs> what would I do without ZK? I have a great lineup of ladies. This is a woman's event, a woman's radio show empowerment today. We have three incredible ladies here. We've got Sophia Cohen, Rocky Pinson, and Alyssa Kaplan. I said it right. Yeah, Kaplan. Okay, I got startled for a second. Um, uh, each one a woman in her own right who has a fantastic business, uh, and we're tying a little bit of Israel into this as well. I'd had this show. We spoke about this show many, many, many weeks ago. Yeah. Some a little bit further and some a little bit closer, but nobody knew that this show was going to be after uh, Israel went into its current situation and we're just going to fortify have a, each other. Yeah, fortify each other and, and Make you know, hot. yeah, just have good good time talking to each other and, and supporting each other and then, you know, uh, all together we're going to dive in as well. Um, okay, first up, first guest is Sophia Cohen from Hi. Urban Pops. I don't know why it took us so long to get you. You've been on my Instagram quite a few times. Yeah. But uh, over the years, but. Now you're on the radio show. Yeah, this is fun. I didn't even realize. It's very exciting. <laughs> I was great. so excited when you asked me. I was like, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of fun, and especially because ZK and I love to eat. Uh, ZK has been my producer. I say he's the only guy that's forced to listen to me. <laughs> not my husband, not my dad or my brother, but poor ZK. He's, really he's got to tune in and keep us going, but he's, he's amazing. Thanks, ZK. Um, okay, so, Sophia, how did you start your business called Urban Pop? So it's going on now 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... I was looking for something healthy for my kids. That's really it. I just wanted that we were at home in Brooklyn for the summers. Everybody went to deal. We couldn't afford to go. I was like feeling like I wanted to give them something special. But like every time I went to the supermarket, everything had 300 ingredients. And I just, I wanted to be able to give them something that I didn't care. I was like, you know what? I want to give them something that if I give them six of them, I don't care. And so I started making little ices. Um, I actually got my first recipe. I actually got my first recipe from, um, who did I get from? From, um, what's her name? Kosher Street. Uh, Sarah. Lassery. Sarah Lassery. She's actually been on the show. She was yeah. my first. That was the, the recipe that started <laughs> it all, was how to make ices. And it was a mixed berry, and it was... Simple syrup, and it introduced me to the world of simple syrup. I didn't realize what simple syrup was, and I made them these little ices and these ice cube trays finished. Simple syrup goes into a lot of cocktails. Yeah, it's sugar and water, basically. Sugar water, yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. And, um, okay, I made them. And then the following summer, again, we were out in the summer, and I took the kids. We went to a street fair downtown Brooklyn, and I was looking at the lemonade stand. What's in it? What can I buy it? Is it kosher? Like, I'm trying to figure it for my kids. And the woman goes, oh, it's simple syrup and fresh squeezed lemon juice. And I went, simple syrup? Oh, I remember that. Oh, okay, fine. I went home, and I whipped up a batch of lemonade turned into ices. And then all of a sudden came uh, Shavuot and I made them for my family and they were raving. And then I had a bad watermelon. You're not a bad one, but like yeah. a pithy one. Yeah, you know, yeah, you buy yeah. that Like, what do you do with that? I was like, I'm going to make ices out of it. All of a sudden, like through that summer, the whole block starts lining up. All these kids on the block start lining up. And I'm like, okay, great. My sister 
She's like, you need to sell this. And I'm like, how do you sell ISIS? Like, come on, Alexis. <laughs> I'm not going to sell ISIS. So I, she's like, no, it has to happen. So we started making it in containers. And the truth was that as that was rolling, I kept thinking to myself, it would be amazing. You know when Hashem gives you like an idea and you see it clearly? And it's very rare for me to see envision what I want. Like I might Shem envision gave a gorgeous, you like, a, like an idea. No, no, I can't yeah, put a pillow yeah. on a couch. I cannot design nothing. I'm totally a wreck, but I saw what I wanted this. A I, vision, I, a vision. I, no, truly. I truly, believe you. Truly. I'm like that with food. I, I, we were making these, these quarts and I was like, they're paying $20 for a quart. What if they don't like the flavor? Like, wouldn't it be nice if everybody could have a different flavor? And I had this idea of a bucket with ices and I, we didn't even really, really have the money even to buy molds at the time. It was Sukkot. It was after Sukkot. I turned around to my husband and I said, as he's taking down the sukkah, and I said, can I buy a few molds? Do you mind? I really want to do this. And I bought a cookbook and two molds and my neighbor had two molds, two ice pot molds. And he's like, okay, okay fine. And I started rolling and I, it was at the beginning of Instagram, which was amazing because the beginning of Instagram, if you remember, it was everybody like, liked everything <laughs> and everybody was, it was people to people. It wasn't really business to business. Yeah, there, was even no as I was, yet. No, there was no influencer No, I was my yet. own influencer. And even as I was doing the business, I was doing my family. I was doing like, it was life. Yeah. 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 And you were doing your life and I was doing my life and, and I was selling my and stuff. And no one was judging each other. No, it was so It was nice. simple. It was a simple great times. time. <laughs> And I, I started posting and I decided I would make flavors, whatever. Already at that time I was playing with my ice cream machine. You know, I was rolling. I had a tiny freezer, tiny. Um, and then I started making a list of flavors and I would make, let's say a certain amount and sell out at the end of the week. And I, I still look back at those beginning posts because they're very nostalgic Gorgeous, gorgeous. And it really, really took off. And we were both working, my husband and I, and we would come home from work and put the kids to bed. And then I would get to work in the kitchen and I'd be like, all right, come on, get in the kitchen. I need you. Like, you got to help me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the orders were rolling in and Gosh I was like, I, and it really happened like so organically. And then it was just amazing and it was exciting and everybody loved, they had to have it. And we would sell out every week, sell out, sell out, sell out. That's 13 years ago. Um, now, finally, years later, we moved into a factory. We got staff, you know, it becomes different when you're running a business, it's a business. There's a lot to account. You know, when you're at home, you don't have to pay for all the overhead, the rent, the this, the that. Um, it's still amazing. It's just, it's just that it's, it's more, it's a little more work. A little know, bit more, a little, little bit more stress. Work. But I try to stay and, you know, like love my stuff. I, brought I you, love the boxes. I brought you right. So over the years we changed from our buckets, which were a little, you know, we got a little more um, eco-friendly. Yeah, I, I like this. But this I, is very classy. I do miss the bu the buckets. Those were exciting. I don't know if I ever saw the buckets. And, Did I oh, see the buckets? You saw the buckets. The buckets with the different pots. It would be, it would be build oh, a bucket. Yeah. Make a, yeah, order yeah, an yeah, Urban like Pops bucket. And you yeah, would put on. all the buckets. I remember when I bought the buckets, I walked into Amazing Savings. Not Amazing Savings. Paperific. And I said to someone... I don't know why I was asking opinions. Do you think, how do you think it would look? And I envisioned all my pretty pops wrapped in wax paper in these buckets and we would pack them. We would, the beginning was the most exciting, crazy, hardworking. Like I, I even write about it now. Like I'm like, I, I wish I wrote about it then, but I was dead. I was dead. I was so tired. We went to go to sleep at three o'clock in the morning. I was pregnant. I got pregnant. I was pregnant that year, that first year also. And if the clock hit four, I became... <laughs> I became like, like, like the witch wife. I was like, and like one night I remember going, go to sleep, go, go to sleep. And so he goes, goes to bed and I go, you going to sleep? He was like, he was like, but you said go to sleep. And I'm like, I didn't mean go to sleep. We have to finish up. I want to go he to sleep He doesn't speak wife. He doesn't speak wife. So I would like, we would collapse. We, the, the beginning was exhausting. I don't know where Hashem gave us the strength. And then over the years, really like the idea of Hashem bringing it to us at the right time, the idea of a flavor, uh, s'mores for months. I was like, I want to make s'mores. I want to make s'mores. I want to make s'mores. I couldn't figure it out. One night my husband goes to learn 
And all of a sudden, I come up with the idea in my head, and I make it. I, I make a s'more, and then I stick it in the thing, and, da -da -da, and he walks he walks in, and I go, I got it. I figured it out, and I show him the pop. And over the years, it was always beautiful to see like Hashem's hand in the business. The business was based around Shabbat, and it was the best. It was like we felt like the connection all the time. And um, before we started the business, I remember praying because it was very hard and it's very scary when you're a young family and you don't know where your money's coming from and your husband isn't born into a business and like, you know, you're not living that Regular life. Regular people. And I remember writing a letter to Hashem and I have it. Oh. It's probably in my bag. I carry it. It's in my, I change my bags all the time, but it's in my zipper, one of my zippers. And I wrote, Dear Daddy, because that's the way I learned at a parenting class once they taught you look at Hashem like you regard Hashem like you regard your parents. And my father was very like, would do anything for me. And I knew he would He'd do anything for me. I love Hashem. And I wrote, Dear Daddy, and I wrote this whole letter. And I was when like, your father passed away. Yeah, my mother the year before. It was I, we crazy. were doing some work together. Well, and I you was, were sitting shiva. Was, I was at an event, the, the, doing the, 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 the Ornava summer event. And I had to rush to, to sit, yeah. whatever. Whatever, they're still with me. They supported me the whole way through. They were amazing. You c couldn't have done it without my parents. And I remember writing this letter to Hashem and saying, even if you have to give the business to my husband through me, right? Which was a very interesting thing to write. Because I knew I'm very business savvy. My whole life I'm working. I'm in sales. I love to work. I got it from my father. Like, I'm very motivated. And I, I, you know, I was always contributing as a wife to do whatever I needed to do for my husband. And I wrote that, those words, even if the business comes through me, give my husband one of your businesses, please, to run. Give us one of your businesses to run. And really that's so that he laughs because every time I get interviewed and every time they write something and they speak to me and really, God bless my husband because everything you're seeing here Maybe I came up with the idea, but like you, 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 you can't do so this. So he does this with you full time. Full time, full, this full, full time. Double, Baruch Hashem, you go, guys. And it really, and it took a very long time for him to even leave. We, he wouldn't leave his job because, like, how do you leave a, a steady income? <laughs> and then one day he comes home. We were dying for him to leave his job, but we were afraid to for him to leave mm -hmm. his job. And he it's comes home one day, one Shabbat. And we have Shabbat, and then, okay, Sunday morning, I look at him, I go, you're going to work? He goes, I have to tell you something. And I go, well, he goes, I got fired. And I go, you did? And he's, we were, like, so happy because we couldn't, it's very hard to quit a job when you're so used to, like, the fear of the money and the yeah. this. You can't leave the income. And it was amazing because, really, that was what we needed. Hashem just, he just did it for us because we, we weren't going to do it. And... Uh, Whatever, we're both very connected and sometimes one more than the other, right? Yeah, like yeah. every couple. But uh, that was an amazing moment. Um, and so then he just, he, he does everything. I mean, he runs the factory. He deals with the contracts, the stores, the, the equipment, all the equipment, everything. Like I, I come up with the flavors and I, I'm the fun. I do the fun You're stuff. The cook. I, I'm You're the, the creator cook. of all the fun this stuff. This gorgeous. is gorgeous. Really? Yeah. So, you know. Have you, do you really, two know each other, by the way? So you're going to start carrying her stuff. This we is really, We yeah. really, these are our full-size pops. Um, I brought you a lot to sample. What is the most unusual flavor that ZK and I are going to eat on camera? Oh, I, I, I mean, I love, ZK I, knows something. I love lemon cream. Show. I love lemon cream. If you're doing unusual, okay, it's like yeah. a lemon gelato. We okay. make our own lemon curd. We make everything from scratch. We make the candy. We make, it's all parv, right? Which is the beauty, right? It's Shabbat based. So it had to be parv. We use coconut milk because I couldn't deal with making garbage. I'm not, I'm not a whip girl. Like yeah. I'm not a, what is that? Yeah, yeah. Rich's whip. Rich's whip. I'm not a Rich's whip girl. You'll never find it in my, ever. I won't eat it. I won't serve it. I hate it. So the whole idea was to make something parv that tasted delicious without a, without leaving a coating on and your And what mouth. is amazing, as we go into the fall, you want to have these in your freezer all winter. You know what? You because would think it's summer that, vitamin C. So you would think that, you know, in the winter and in the fall that it would fall off. But really, it's a great, great Let's snack. See. And I'll tell you another beautiful thing. The yeah. fact that my business is is based within the Jewish community. There's no community in the world. There is no community in the world like ours. We take, we take, we put such effort into like feeding our families. 
I could open. I did open in the city. I am open in the city. But where, where, where? We're open inside Moynihan Train Hall. It's actually where the uh, Long Island Railroad lets out. Here? Yeah. I mean, I, I live by the train station, so I'm pointing towards... Yeah, yeah, so we're in Moynihan train. Yeah, so he can pass through. We also have kosher salads. We have juice by Julie salads because we're right near... Wait, we're going to come into a story. Okay, I'm good, gonna, yeah. I was thinking about going to the city in the next week or so. Okay, great. Well, so, I'll meet you there. I, now that the holidays are over, I'm definitely going to I know, I know. We can think in. again. Oh, my God. All right, so, can, so ZK, what flavor would you so like? I also brought you minis, just so you know, because I figured... Maybe I should have a mini. I mean, you a mini? could have a mini. I don't I'm going to be on air now. But I've got to have something. Twix. That's Twix. What should I have? Limonana. Uh, Spumoni, which is Spumoni? pistachio, toasted almond, and chocolate. What? Oh, Spumoni. Spumoni Butterfinger. S'mores. I brought you more assortment in the full oh size. Strawberry chocolate. Chocolate strawberry, uh, shortcake. strawberry shortcake. We really, we have like over 100 flavors. I'm going to try the Twix. Is that good? Yeah. Twix is a I think, wait, hold on a minute. Do I want you to? I like the strawberry shortcake. Okay, really. I'm going to try. She, I, I will do that. Okay, so can you get the Wait, tweaks? but before you jump into the pop, so wait, because okay. it's going to melt and I don't want it to. Okay. So All we right. started doing pints. I bought plates. Okay. We started doing pints. So in our store in Brooklyn, we fresh churn our gelato. I was so exciting when I was opening my Brooklyn store. It's like a flagship. It's so too. beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, where I, is it? On Kings Highway, second and third. Which You're right like, there in the Syrian Jewish right, community. And I, by the way, believe it or not, it wasn't my first choice uh, intrinsically, like inside. I was like, ah, You're uh, new Suzanne. I don't know. But meanwhile, yes, I'm, well, I was close. To, I was on when Avenue you, P when I was there for okay. a few minutes. We bounced around after COVID, but then we found this spot, okay. which we almost only took half of, and then we took the whole thing. You know, you're, not, you're always nervous. Yeah, yeah. And we make these this fresh churn gelato, which is my ice cream churn, which was my dream. I was like, I want to make this into ice cream. And so this is like an off-the-beaten path flavor. We okay, make, what's it called? Pumpkin. We make a pumpkin, oh. a really incredible... I, we'll save that for this. I really hope that people are watching just this having because... A Okay, so this you is a layered. Me. This is a layered, layered gelato. So you gotta like stick it. I, keep in mind, I just came driving and I didn't anticipate okay, all this that's traffic. Enough, that's but enough. It's okay. real pumpkin gelato. Shahako, right? Yes, it is. Not Hadama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shahako. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's re- you need to taste this. You need to taste this, what? CK. You need to taste this. I, I, you might think I'm crazy, but it's really the most incredible thing. I'm a big pumpkin fan, but only for a few weeks. But we use the it best ingredients. Thanksgiving on a cold. We use the best <laughs> ingredients. It's actually something like I'm really going to start doing. Like I'm going to be doing pints Season. this year to sell, to, to deliver with my pops because my pints are really, I think, next level. We do them layered. We make different toppings. It's really... Like a special, and the, you taste the texture. It's fabulous. It's texture so amazing. creamy and it doesn't smooth. Doesn't taste parv. Oh my god! Right, now I'm gonna have a bite. Hold on a minute. You're gonna have. Now I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have. Amen. Now I'm gonna have the. Mm. 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 My family tells me that my eating um, urban pops and ice cream on um, Instagram is uh, <laughs> is fun to watch. Okay, this is amazing. Yeah. So. We make the cake, we make the jelly, we make the jam. We really create. This is mm, unbelievable. I love this is amazing. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm eating the strawberry shortcake ice cream. Pop. But the pumpkin. I know I should have brought others. We have. We have. We so we, we rotate the uh, the gelato that we churn every week. We do canefe, Napoleon. We oh, do canefe. strawberry. Mm. We do coconut. We do. We really Ferrero. So let's. We have listeners all over the country. We're not shipping. We can't ship this because it's ice cream. No. Wait, excuse me. Mm. Oh, she's busy eating her I'm own profits. I love <laughs> no, no, I, I really Now you love know it. it's real because she's eating it. Oh, my God. Come on. If you watch my Instagram, you know it's real. I eat my stuff on Instagram all the time. We Urban have, pops on Insta. We have like two or three highlights of 100 reels each of the called Sophia Eats of me eating over the years all of my stuff. Okay, that's so funny. Because I really love it. Um, and... We ship, yeah, we ship, we ship all over the country. We ship to LA, Texas, um, Florida, Chicago. We, we've shipped everywhere, Arizona. Amazing. Um, we ship. How do they find you? They they, mess, they, they message no, us, they email us. Do you have us. a website? Yeah, we have a website. So Urban Pops. Them. Our website is urbanpopsny.com. 
our Instagram, if you ever have any questions, anything, we're Pat Yisrael, we're Pat Yashan, we're, are we gluten-free, what are, what are we You're kosher, you're everything. everything. <laughs> you can always reach out on Instagram, that's me, that answers, I'm still very connected to my Instagram, I'm very connected to my core customer, I really believe... Customer service is the most important thing. I do my best to and make you're everyone doing happy. An amazing job. This is fantastic. Thank, Thank you so much Thank for joining you. us. Will you please stick around? Because I, I think we're going to have a great show. More, more great guests. Mm-hmm. We've got to keep it tight. Um, up next is Rocky Pinson, two-time cookbook author, Rebertson, mother, gram- um, grandmother. I'm going to stick these in the freezer no. for you. Yeah, yeah, get them in the freezer. got, I don't even know how old your kids are. Okay, married daughter, okay? She doesn't look like a grandmother uh, or a married uh, married daughter. Uh, so, sorry? Yeah, we're, yes, we are. Okay. All, All right. right, we're going to switch around while I continue to eat my ice pops. Rocky is, I met her when we did our her first cookbook together. You're, you're I'm like, connected. You're connected. You have your headphones on. <laughs> um, we have, we have, uh, thank you. We have a great lineup, as we said. Up, up next is Rocky Pinson, as we said, the most gorgeous person inside and out. And I'm so happy that you came. Rocky was first in the studio on the Nakam Seal Network. Yes. I can't. I want to say 2017 or 18. Was it after my first? It was. Yeah, you you, you did the first book. You did, yeah, yeah, put it on like this. You'll grab some pictures. Um, you were on the show. You bought me a ton of different breads. Right when the book came out, it was great because I had to run to Chicago because a snowstorm was coming. I didn't get a chance to go back home. And whatever you made and brought into the show, that was my only food for the day. Oh and it gosh. was my lifesaver. Oh I threw God. it in my knapsack. Someone met me at the airport for, for uh that's with, with my suitcase and, and then after I went to Chicago. Who would have that would have been your nourishment all yeah, day. Yeah, well, it was good I nourishment. I would have thrown in some protein if I would have known. Yeah, right? I'm sure if I would have, yeah. <laughs> it was a basket of carbs. Yeah, it was a crazy, crazy day. Right? Rocky, two books, man. Yeah. Did you ever think that no. you would? No. It's like after you have one kid and then people ask you when you're going to have a next and you're like, whoa, don't talk to me about it. And then the time is right. And then it, it happens. Well, how many yeah. years are, are, are a part of the kids? <laughs> of the kids. <laughs> um, so this one, my first cookbook came out in 2017. And um, the new cookbook, the kids' book of Hala, um, came out in twenty in this 20. year, November 2022. So coming up to a so year. Just, yes. Well, it's, so it's, what is it? Five years apart. It is five years apart. a gorgeous <laughs> Gorgeous Thank you. book. Thank you. And I was very excited to see that you have it on your of course. cookbook shelf. Of course. I noticed that. Co- so when you, you didn't go just in, do that for no, me. When, I know. When I you go into people's in houses, and you go into people's houses, do you see what, oh, I, if I your do. books are on the shelves? <laughs> and the, the, with my Pesach book, if I don't see it, they're like, oh, it's in my Pesach it's cabinet. It's in the Pesach. And I'm like, oh, But I'm like, your cookbooks are in my Pesach stuff. Right, because it's a Pesach. I don't them out. My Pesach cookbook, yes. but otherwise they'll get comments. Right, so my Pesach cookbook, I'm like, oh, it's then I was like, so where's Perfect Flavors? Like you want to see your, your books out, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a big, it's a big joy. Where am I looking? Just so I'm clear. So I there is, okay. So we have a right. camera. Most people are listening to okay. us. Okay. Radio, but All right. We right. have our camera. And okay. You know, can we just okay. talk to Just talk don't want to be me. like looking in like some weird spot. Yeah, yeah, like, no. Why is her <laughs> eyes like, why yeah. are her So eyes you like, can watch our shows okay. on the YouTube channel, Nacham okay. Siegelnet. Um, but otherwise, most, most people are listening. Okay. Um, Talk yeah. to me about the second book because it's very okay. different than the first. It's very right, and I do. Get I mean, it's that still question. bread and challah. I do get that question a lot. People are like, especially when I go to do my challah demos and and workshops all around the world. And the first, like, people are like, "So what's the difference?" Right. <laughs> and because they, they want to buy a book, but they don't know like which one should they buy. What's the difference? So, um, I mean, you can kind of see it right away when you look at it. You know, rising, um, the book of challah, my first cookbook. I really wrote it as. Um, an ode to Jewish motherhood, to being a Jewish woman, to the mitzvah of challah, to all the mitzvahs of the woman. Like it really was, it's, um, one, one reviewer called it a love letter to challah, which I loved. I thought that was amazing. I also love that. Isn't that great? Yeah. And so it really, it's the first hundred pages of this book is a book. It's actually a book that I first wrote as a book and then I put it into the cookbook. So this is really like, it's for a woman starting a home, for a bride, for uh, a hostess, for – and, you know, it's really something that I love for every Jewish home to have. 
And then over COVID, I was doing only virtual holobakes. So all the holobakes got canceled and suddenly I was doing these virtual holobakes and all of a sudden I was in people's kitchens, like virtually, instead of being in some hall right. or shul or whatever and then like having an audience of women, I was in their kitchens with their families and the kids were all over and the kids were so excited. Like I found myself talking to the children more than the parents yeah. when I was doing these challah because the joy and the parents kept messaging me that challah was keeping their family together at this time, that they couldn't get their kids off the screens during, um, during COVID and it was just a disaster. But the only thing they could get their kids in the kitchen with them making challah and it was like such a time to connect. And I just saw the joy the kids had. And I said, you know, really there should be something where a kid can be involved in Shabbos in a way that is exciting and joyful and directed to them. I also really wanted to, um, spread the light of, of, of Shabbat candles and the idea, you know, the Lubavitcher Rebbe spoke about girls from the age of three, even lighting Shabbos candles. And I know that it's not a familiar concept everywhere in the world and not everyone has that tradition but we need more light in the world and we're feeling especially it very right strong. now we're feeling it very strong and i think the power now of challah bakes yeah. to help with the situation in israel yeah a lot of yeah. i see a lot of i was asked I'm to lead one. a challah yeah. bake tomorrow, happens to be that i can't do it because yeah. i have a chasna that yeah. uh, at the same night but i think when yeah. when we need a refua or yeah. we need a yeah. shidduch or we need a baby yeah. so and it's the, it's the halabake has become like this focal point especially when they started yeah. in south africa yeah you know the shabbos project yeah, the shabbos project it's like yeah. it really got people know, making chalas and making really... brachas my mother never made chalas no. never it wasn't such a thing and the amazing thing is that it's like it's like i call it a gateway mitzvah because it really mm. is like once you open the doors to challah making it just it it changes your home changes the environment. Your Shabbos changes when there's homemade challah, when the house smells of challah on Friday. It just, everything takes on a new quality. Um, yeah. And it really, I mean, we're, we're feeders, you know, we're, 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 we're the feeders of creation. Women, you know, we take the raw materials of creation and we bring it to life. Right. Like, and like Hashem. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. And we are, we are creating something in our home. So we're taking something that's physical nourishment and we're making it into something that's spiritual sustenance. And it's just, it's something so powerful. So I, I, and it doesn't begin when you get married and start a home. It really like, I wanted to introduce it to children and have them have that joy and the love for the mitzvah and for Shabbos. It should be part of their life from early on and they should feel empowered to be a part of creating the Shabbos environment. So that really was um, my intention in writing this I'm book. I'm going to hold the book yes, up to the camera for, for those who are yes. watching. Let's hold. Yes. You could do, yeah. hold up the other book, we'll but up. I'm going oh, to big, flip through the pages. Big sister, little sister. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I have that in my books yeah. too. Um, oh, this one. Gorgeous, damaged, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous pictures so you'll again. you see that in the beginning I have um, about the, um, this is a little bit of a damaged That's copy okay. here. Okay. I just grabbed it from my stock. So you'll see in the beginning that I have um, a section on on sort of setting the environment, setting the scene for Shabbat. And it starts with lighting the Shabbat candles and with the blessings. And Who are the models the pr- here? My nieces. Oh, they so my, the, the whole book is my nieces and nephews and a few very close friends' kids. But it's almost all my nieces and nephews. I don't have any little kids anymore. So I had to borrow them. But I have very cute ones to borrow. So I got very lucky. Ah, uh, yes. You, they are stunning. <laughs> and then I have about setting the Shabbos table and all the things that go on the Shabbos table and how each one is is representative of something that happened in the Beis HaMikdash and how we're creating this environment of Kedusha in our home through setting the Shabbat table, through making the challah. So every, it sort of takes you through the steps of preparing for Shabbos. And then I talk to the kids about all the steps of making challah and how to be a challah superhero. So, yeah. you know, what do you need to know to be a challah superhero? And then we have, oh yeah, you opened the right page. That's the I did, I superhero did. page. There I have the rules. Ten of- steps of becoming a challah superstar. There you, you go. You are also empowering, <laughs> just 
even without the khali, you're making yeah. someone feel good yeah. that they can do this and then they go do it. And they're yeah. like, I did something, I accomplished something. And I have so many parents, women, who tell me that they are scared to make challah and their kids are the ones who make the challah in the house. Because oh, that is hilarious. The kids start off braver, you know, like, we can do this, big deal. You so have, how did you think, how many different kinds of challah are there in well, this book? Well, you just, you just did a, a Urban Pops interview. I feel like we have this similarity. Like, once you get into something, like, you just eat it, sleep it, breathe it, right? Yeah. And then, like, people food, are like, food, how food. did you come up? Because yeah. everything you see, you, you translate into yeah. challah. Yeah. That's it. Like I have that with I, Pesach recipes. Yeah. Yes. How like, can I make that? How can I make it for Pesach? Pesach? Right. Exactly. Because I, you know, I'm always thinking. I wrote a Pesach book. Right. I, I cook for people for Pesach. How can I do yeah. Pesach? I think about Pesach Rosh Hashanah time. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yes. So, people think so we're crazy, me, but that's I, how we I do it. I dream in challah. That's like you know. <gasps> that's. <laughs> so everything I see, how do it? How does this translate into challah? I've, I've had some disappointed followers because I did a whole thing when I was in Italy and I did a uh, truffle. Hunt, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm doing my I next know, week on the riverboat cruise. I'm working kidding. on a riverboat cruise. Tuscany, are you actually, when go? this is air going to air, I'm going to be on a riverboat oh. cruise. Oh. So it's, oh, it's, it's a bit hard nice. right now. It's nice, but you're it's thinking nice. about what's going yes. on in Israel. Yeah, I know. I know. It's very hard to just <sighs> just to get up and get dressed in the morning and get out and like be normal feels it's, like yeah, a big deal right and, now. And even almost a little guilty. So No, but I feel like this is – I heard something beautiful um, this morning and I – want to share that that this Rav was speaking and he said, you know, there's different, just like in the Tzahal, you have different divisions and you have the air division and you have the, 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 the naval division and you have the ground troops and everybody has to be part of their troops and we are part of Tzahal, like we are part of the army. We are fighting for for Eretz Yisrael now. There are people, this is our land, this is, we're part of this and each one of us has to find our division. So we could be the joy division. And we can be the positivity division, and we can be the Tehillim division. We can be the 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 chizuk, giving chizuk to other people. Like, thank you for sharing choose this. your division and and be the captain of your division. You know, like all of the us. The general. Can, can, yes, that's, that's the that's, general. Like, move up the ranks. Like, let's each take on rally the, the troops. Rally the troops. Rally the troops. Because we're a supernatural people. We're not a natural people, and. The way we fight the war, yes, we have to fight it on the ground, but equally we fight it with the power of our prayers and the power of our positive thinking and our achdos and our avasis role. So pick a troop, <laughs> join your join, your, join, join your the troop and rally your yeah. and rally them. Yes. Exactly. This is, do we have exactly. something special we could do for yes. Israel yes. now with yes. this? We have a yes. we have a little I actually plan. I actually came with a chalado that we can make the bracha on. Because every bracha brings the presence of Hashem more deeply into this world. And um, the bracha on challah is such a powerful, powerful mitzvah. I yes, know who that you is. You know who that is, right? Yes. That She's is. our little friend. Yes. Elisheva Teich's daughter. Yeah. Yes. She, she featured and her son was in there also. Anyways, yes. Um, so I brought a dough so we can make the bracha. Okay. Um, you know, challah is one of the most powerful mitzvahs. It's a mitzvah that's from when we entered into the land of Israel, but we're told it's for all generations and for wherever we are. So it's not a truma that was only for the land of Israel or only for the times of the Beis HaMikdash. And it's a way of staying connected to our essence as a spiritual, miraculous people. And I really have seen in my life how the power of Chala has transcended nature. How yes. we've been able to accomplish Miracles Just clearing a little space. This incredible mitzvah. So I brought the challah. How we're much gonna, space do we need? We're going to take off a piece. We're going to make the bracha. Yeah. Um, whoever's listening, you know, please. A lot of people listen and bake at us. the same time. Oh, my gosh. If you're making your challah now, then go ahead, make the bracha with us or say amen A lot of people listen not. while they're making their challah dough. Yes. So two, there you go. For so this is the right time for you. You're getting some chizuk with your challah dough. Where, where's the dough? Where's the um, box? Oh, we have it in the fridge. In the fridge. Oh, okay. My goodness. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank we have you. Someone grabbing it for us. That's very thank nice. Thank you, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get the challah dough, and we're gonna make the bracha, and we're gonna take some time to focus on the well-being of our soldiers and our and loved the, ones and our people in and Israel. Our people, all of Klal Yisrael. 
need my daughter my daughter sent me I looked up at my phone for a second because I saw a flash and I was like my daughter sent a message I always get so nervous <laughs> she's in Israel right yeah now. she's in Israel they live in Beit Shemesh oh my so gosh oh my gosh it's we're on so intense we're yeah on. you're on full-time watch right I'm gonna now. put this here but um we always say about Eretz Israel, you know it says in Tehillim that it's Eretz Asher Eini Elokecha Ba Me'achris Hashanah from the beginning of the year, which we just started, until the end of the year, the eyes of Hashem are upon our land, and Hashem doesn't slumber, Hashem doesn't sleep, He's protecting us, and He's watching over us, and that's, I think that's the power we have to go into the, um, to this new year with. Okay. Yeah, what a way to start the year, yes. right? <laughs> yes, really a lot, we need a lot of Muna right now. Okay. So, here we go, we have a Chalado. Okay, we take off this. There we go. The Chalado has grown. If you're only listening and you're not watching, <laughs> the Chalado is really nice and it's big. It's nice. All right. I came without my rings. So oh, okay. <laughs> because I, I, I know I forget and then they get full of right. guck. All right. But we'll stand up to do the bracha. And um, do you want to make the bracha? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to let out some I feel like the the, maybe you should because you made the dough. No, Does it, it doesn't make, matter. Does it matter? No. So you can grab a kid. Actually, some people tell me that their husbands are better at making the challah than they are. And I uh, say yeah. that's fine. There's no mitzvah for the woman to make the dough. But the mitzvah is like after he's done making that dough, you should say the should bracha. Say the bracha because it really is a mitzvah How did for it the become? Woman. How did that become a woman's mitzvah? Because it's connected to kashras and karbanis and the kitchen and the home. That's, That's how it became domain. a woman's bracha. So it is, okay. yeah. Okay, and how much should one pull off? Because too much is then considered baltashkas, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So there really isn't like an exact amount. Because it's midarabana um, now, like according, the times of the Beis Amigdash, when you had to give a piece to the Kohen, then actually you had a certain specific amount. But today it's more symbolic. The amount, so I say about an ounce. So about the size of like a, a, a small egg. I mean, the eggs we have these they days are quite... They say Right. Which is a, a big olive. Like, so between an olive and a, and a... Yeah, like that. That that would be... Okay. And so I burn generally, my... I save mine yeah, in a Ziploc it. bag and I burn it with a chametz. Yes. That's very... That's very, very chassidish. That's very common. Like, I don't do that, but I've heard a lot of people do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I have my toaster oven has this broil setting, setting so just broil and it. I just pop it in and broil it right then. Okay. So I will burn I actually this like on to, I like to pull it off after I say the bracha. So, so first I put it first, back in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I hold it in my hand when I say it. Now. Oh, do you? So, so the way we do it, it's so, your dough. So. so, the way I do it now, there, like, like as many Jews as there are, that's how many opinions and Minhag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the way I do it for anybody who's a little bit unsure of how to do the the mitzvah. Is I I hold my hands on the dough because I really do want to feel the the mitzvah that I'm doing. Okay. I say the bracha. Um, I pull off the piece of dough and then I hold the dough in my hand and say Harezu Chala. Okay, so I don't so, do that part normally, okay. but we will do that okay. today. Okay. Because everyone has a different. And I will say Amen, so I become part of the bracha. Okay, so I hold it and make the bracha. And sometimes I say you hear it so, but I'm not going to do that now on camera. Okay. Okay. Baruch Atadanai, Lohenu Melacha Alam, Asher Kedishanovitsu Tavitsivano, Lahafrish Chala, Min Haisa. Right. Behold, this is challah. And I feel like that's so powerful that we say those words because it's the idea that we're creating sanctity, that we're creating kedusha, that this is like we take something that's ordinary and regular, but we are elevating it and we are declaring it to be holy. And I feel like that's our power as women with speech. We're gifted with the power of communication and speech. And we, when we tell our family and our loved ones that they are holy and they are precious and they are pure, they are. And we have so much power to build and create Kedusha in our lives, in our home, with the power of our words. And with the power of saying, Harezu Chala, we make it Chala and holy. So this is, this is holy. Holy Chala. And it's to and be we'll... burnt and not to be eaten. And I also talk about... The idea that sometimes in life, and I think this we're feeling this very much right now, sometimes in life there are things that are impossible for us to absorb. They're impossible for us to consume, to understand. It's beyond us. Um, this is not a time we're not asking questions. There are no answers. And anybody who says they have answers, I don't want to hear what they have to That's say. Not, yeah. There are no answers. We don't understand. This is beyond us. This is Chalal Hashem. 
This is the Abishter's will for some reason. And I say when we burn the challah, we're acknowledging that there's always going to be something in our lives. There's something in the world that is bigger than us, that is beyond us. And we have to submit to Ratzana Elian and say that Shem has a plan. And we don't know what it is. We're, and oh. we're, we're here for it. We know we're loved. We know Hashem is here for us. And we trust in him. And that's all we can do. Oh my God, a big hug. Having a minute here. That was so. I'm so glad I had you on the show today. So happy to be here, especially like with what we're going through right now. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we need we need to be the each I, other. We need to be when there I thought for I each would other. have you one. We're gonna do braiding. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. We'll do that another time. We'll do that. We'll do that another the time. The message that you just gave all of us, and and even we've never even discussed taking off. We said, oh, here we take off the halibut bracha. You really just. Made it so much more special for us, and I think hopefully everyone will get into challah baking a little bit more, or pick up your book and yes. learn from you, and just connect to Kaddish Bracha and Zavin right now, and make challah if Amen. you can. Go, just do a mitzvah, do something beautiful, do something good, smile at someone, yeah. spread love. I'm going to put this in my yes. okay. on this plate Perfect. here. I'm going to put on this plate here on the side. Perfect. You put that away. We'll, we'll make some challah we'll for you later. I won't after. leave you without on on air, challah. off air. We'll make uh, we'll make some challah. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Naomi. Rebbe and Rocky Pinson, two-time cookbook author. It's amazing to have her on the show. Okay, we're going to move right along. A little bit of a shout-out to the Wazotsky tea. Every week I drink my tea. Every day I drink my tea. I'm trying to show and focus some Israeli products um, with our kosher.com brands. And today we're – and last week we're talking about our delicious Wazotsky tea. Some, summer or winter? This is the iced tea that I actually drink hot with some honey when it gets cool or some tons of ice cubes uh, during the summer months. So it's very versatile. All right. Welcome, Thank Alyssa. You How are you? Good. How are you? Good. The show has been in the making for a while. We've been talking yes. about this two months since the summer, I think. I think even before the summer, like before Purim last year. Yeah, well, like we finally did it. Took time, but it does. But I have a lot to report. You so. have a lot to report. We have a lot to show you right now. So sit back, relax, and listen up because we've got some hot food news right here. Tell us about what you do. So my business is Kosher Gourmet Mart. It's been around uh, for almost twenty years. Where are you located? Well, my business is in West Orange, New Jersey, where I work with the West Orange Foodery, which is the local kosher store. And I also have a website, koshergourmetmart.com. And um, what I'm, some people know me for is that they were looking for nampla, and I used to get a supply in. Nampla is a Vietnamese fish sauce. Fish sauce. So I went to the first kosher fest in 2004 that I attended and my husband and I were talking and he's like, well, yeah, I said, what would you want me to buy if I found it at the store at the show? And he said, nampla. I'm like, okay. So I'm there and I came across this company called Emo, I-M-O, and they had said, we're going to have nampla in six months. About two years later, they finally had it. <laughs> and uh, friends of mine came back from Israel and they brought me like 12 of them. And I put them on the website and I said, um, they're going to be available as of 12 o'clock on this day. It's one per person. And I literally sold that within five minutes. Wow. <laughs> and then they did import to the United States. We, can we still get Nampla? I have a little bit left at home, but they kind of um, have a best buy date of a few years ago. But as my husband and I both say that it's just fermented anchovies and they just get more and more fermented. So they don't really go bad. <laughs> and I can't really sell it to yeah, 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 in the yeah. store. So I started the business when I lived in Highland Park, New Jersey. My, uh, we were walking home from shul and my now 23-year-old son at the time he was four, he said, you know, what would you sell in that store? And I said, I would sell either toys or kosher food. And then my husband and I were talking and we decided what I would do is I would have a website and I'd have a whole bunch of different vendors drop shipping. So instead of it being carried in my house, each vendor would drop ship so I could have every single thing that they produced on the website. And the problem ended up being is that if I had uh, 50 different vendors and you order products from 20 of them, each one had their own shipping rates. So you'd get charged like $200 for shipping if each one charged $10. And people would be like, I'm ordering 20 things. Why is the shipping that much? So then COVID hit, and when the foodery, um, I approached the foodery about... Fruit? If you are... No, when I approached the foodery in West Orange... Say it again, F-O-O-D-E-R-I-E, 
Foodery, foodery. not fruitery. No, the foodery in West Orange. Ochel, not Pirot. Okay, Correct. go ahead. Um, and I suggested my bringing in some interesting kosher products. I then decided I could revamp my website where I would have a place for products that they were selling on my website. And on my website, I would sell whatever they weren't selling. So originally, kosher.com, a long time ago, it was, I think, Gourmet Glot or was some kosher supermarket. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Nahon. they would... It was, I think, Gourmet Glot had something to do with it at some point. Right. So if they had, but not let's say, Not the current kosher.com. No. So if they originally had, let's say, um, jam on their website, they'd sell it in the store. The way my website originally was that if I carried stuff... I didn't have any place to sell it off. So if someone never found my website, then I would be stuck with jars of jam. And that's why I originally did the business. And then I changed it. Okay. The other thing I do a lot of is I work with shuls and schools on their Mishloch Mano programs where I sell them things at a deep discount. And I can either sell them food or a completed package. So this is something I did for Ortora in Edison a few years ago. And it had a sticker on it saying, have an excellent Purim. It was a oh. breakfast theme. Oh, very cute. And this was completely assembled by a company for me. And this is like a $75 value. And they got it for much less than that. Okay, nice. And then I... We're going to show you a whole bunch of products now. And then I've been working with the foodery on not only selling products like these jams, which I'll talk about in a minute, but I've also been doing a little bit of creating of something called Lemonisu. Are we eating these? We can. Hopefully they're as good as I remember because... Wait, you made this? I made that and I made this. And I agree with Urban Pops in terms of I don't like doing preservatives. I like everything being natural. I like you know, there's no food coloring in it. I wrote two cookbooks without any margarine. Ah. I do have some with Rich's Whip for Pesach. But uh, Pesach. Some, sometimes Pesach. you can't help it. But, okay, here we go. So it's lemon curd with the mascarpone, which I – in the store. Mascarpone cheese, which is Italian full-fat cream cheese. Doesn't get better than that. So – when I make it in the foodery, I make it Chalav Yisrael. This is not Chalav Yisrael, this one. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Thank you. Don't double dip, but everyone help yourself to us. Grabbing you spoon, there's a bunch of spoons here. And then I made a Choco Misu with the same idea that instead of coffee, so this is with chocolate pudding. It's with a salted chocolate pudding. And the same principle with mascarpone and whipped cream. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. I can't even speak. Thank you. And you can buy these at your store. Yes, when I go in to produce them. So <gasps> it's, you know, it's, it's, it takes me a little time because I'm working in a kitchen that's not mine. But um, anyway, cool. so I've been doing that. Okay. So I want to talk about some of the products I carry in the store. And then one my big thing is I love going – I originally had started also Kosher Gourmet Mart because I worked on the auction at the Young Israel of Sharon. And Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. And I used to um, look for things that were interesting and different. So I would go into TJ Maxx and I would look on the package and I would look all around saying, where's the hashgacha? I know, where's I the hashgacha? Sometimes it's there. You find odd ones. So I, when I figured out what companies I wanted to approach, a lot of them were companies I had seen at TJ Maxx that were interesting. So, um, so I go to Fancy Food Show and I look for things that are really different and really interesting. And a lot of times I'll talk to companies saying, have you thought about going kosher? And when I, as a retailer, say it is a little different than the OU because the OU is saying it because they want their business. When I'm saying it, it's because I want to buy. So it's a little bit of a different angle. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, Savannah B said that because I approached them about becoming kosher, that's when they decided to investigate being kosher, like years and oh, years and years ago. fantastic. I've actually been in Savannah to Savannah B. All right. So the first company, which I love, 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 is a company called Blake Hill, and they're a company in Vermont, and they have the most interesting jams and products. Let me see. Caramelized onion jam. Oh, oh my God. Naked strawberry cherry medley or heirloom maple it, apple oh okay i'm gonna try the onion the onion is great because you can use it in baking a friend of mine laura rogers makes it with challah she puts it in her challah as a filling mm -hmm. and also you can use it um, in recipes the company itself has recipes oh my God. on their website 
So you can actually cook with these products and not only use them as jams. Okay. And you can use them in your hamantashen. So you could do a savory hamantashen, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's great. That is delicious. All right, the next company, which I really love, is a company called Runamuk. I just, someone bought me some two honeys for Rosh Hashanah from Runamuk. So I have actually, I do honey tastings <laughs> also. Right there. You see it there? I see it right there. You see it there. So um, I'll do also honey tastings with Shul's as a fundraiser. Oh, that's such a cute idea. So they do, for instance, they have this spicy honey. They have uh, orange honey, high plains clover, and a beekeeper's cut. And they've also branched into maple syrup. So I have Mm. four different maple syrups that are open for you to try. Oh, and they also have a one I'm not opening, but they have a ginger root infused. Oh, that's pretty intense. The jars are just stunning. I'm gonna we're gonna move They're it. All etched. Just, okay, all right. we have to be careful where we're gonna put everything. All right, ha, try. I'm, how am I gonna try? Oh, I know what I'll do. You can just do it on a spoon. Now these products are all a little more expensive, but they're really okay. unique. And I'm different. trying salted caramel maple syrup. I feel like that would be good as a pop. Mm, sounds good. Ah. Like a salted caramel maple. Ice pop. So what do you think? <laughs> oh, that's great. It's, I think it was their fan-requested flavor. I have a maple challah. You have a maple challah? Yeah, Rahi's got maple challah. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. These oh. are just great. Now, I'm sure you are like me. When you travel, you bring food home. So oh, you I've vacation lasts longer. That. I bought that in Florence last year. So the foodery in West Orange and my website both have these cookies. I got it at Italy in Italy. That's <laughs> So we look for things that are kosher. It's an OU. Uh, it's parv. And I forgot about those. I bring these home with me. I was in Florence me. last week. <laughs> I forgot to get some more. So I bring Now I don't home. have to schlep it. Um, then there's a company called India Tree, and they have these sugars, uh, sprinkles that have all natural food coloring. Okay. So Rahi, Rahi Pinson is very excited. I want to make, I actually want to make Mug and David challah this week with blue sprinkles on top. So before I leave, I'll do the bread with you. Okay. Okay. Great. Right. And then um, she's, I don't know if anyone heard that, but. Rocky's going to show me after the show how to make a mug and dump it color. Okay, and then I'll show everyone on Instagram. And then there's another company that has these kind of themed ones. So there's a Starfetti and Unicorn Tracks. <laughs> also cute. So it's very cute. And these are also all natural, no food coloring. I love that. That's amazing. So those are basically the other thing that we carry at the store, which is great, is a company called Tea Forte. Oh, I love tea. I always shout out teas. So this they is have, cute. So if you look, it has a beautiful triangle and it's, Let's pull it, it stands up. So oh, this is what it looks like. That will be my next cup of tea. When I finish my Wazotsky, I will try one of those. And this makes a great hostess gift. Yes, it's actually lovely. All right. Now but I also brought... I'm going to get trapped in here. <laughs> I also brought, uh, since we all love truffles... Truffle salt, truffle zest from a company called Sabatino, okay. and a truffle spread. And mm. they have been around for a long time. And they, okay. some of their stuff is kosher, and some of their stuff isn't kosher. So, yeah, so always, you should, in general, like when you see a product that you think you on a shelf somewhere, you'd be surprised to find it could have a heksha. Even when it you could. think it doesn't, it might. So look. Even on the bottom of a box. I've yeah. come across cookies and the hashgachas on the very bottom where you don't think it's going to be. And a lot of times when I'm at shows, I'll say to the vendor, I'll say, you know, you really should put them either in the front or by the ingredients on the back, but generally on the front. Because if you're walking down the aisle, not at a kosher store, you're not going to spend the time looking around. If I have to spend the time looking around like this, that's like a minute Thank of my time. Thank you for being a kosher ambassador for I us. try. I what, try. What was that? So these that are different <gasps> sauerkrauts. Like from kimchi? Com- this is a crouchy, which I assume is like kimchi, a beet. This is so up my alley. Can I open this? Yes, that's why I brought it. I and we have four love. different kinds. This is going to be very spicy. We'll find I don't out. think that one's too spicy. I've run out of spoons. <laughs> you got to get more spoons. We're going to eat off camera afterwards. Okay. Okay. Kimchi is Korean fermented coleslaw. <laughs> And it's delicious, and it's really, really healthy. Uh, yeah, it's good. For, they say it's good for your gut. I've never done a show about fermentation. I should. You should get homegrown kosher to come in for that. She's 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 been she on does the show. That. She's a very good friend. We love her. Hadama now, right? There'll be more crunchy. 
Is that crunchy enough? It's delicious. It's really delicious. But you know, sometimes you bite into things and right. you feel the crunch. It's delicious. And I love that it's not burning my mouth out. All right. Then everybody's sort of serendipity. And what I like is there are a lot of restaurants that are coming up with kosher products that they serve in the restaurants. So like Carbone has tomato sauce that's kosher certified. Carbone is a restaurant? Carbone is a restaurant in Manhattan. It is very hard to get a table. And they've created their own tomato sauce and has a hashkacha. I love that. And serendipity. They're an ice cream store. They're an ice cream store. They have this thing called frozen hot chocolate. And that is under hashkacha from Canada. Canada, C-O-R. And they sell that, and we sell that at the foodery. Not the foodery yet, but at Kosher Gourmet Mart, and it's fantastic. How do we make this? You, it says the directions on the side. Yeah, we are totally going to do this. And we can toast. Ah, not on the show, though. Not on the show. <laughs> All right. We don't have a kitchen here. I've got All a right. bunch of other products that I need to I put uh, a clock. display to I you. I put a clock in front of Alyssa so she knows how much time she has. I've, I've got ne- four and a half minutes. I've, I've never done that before. All right. We have a company <laughs> called Coco Caramel. They make Alfa, Al, I can't even pronounce it. It's a Brazilian cookie. They have three different flavors. Alfajores. Alfajores. We've had, we've had someone. Three different show. flavors. They are kosher certified. We have a company called Askenosi. They are a small chocolate company. From, and they have a Kansas City Heshgacha. Oh, we like Kansas City. And um, they are bean to bar. And they have also won Good Food Awards, which is for small, different companies. Do I see burrata? You do. The burrata is by a company called Belgiosa, who also owns Palio. When I was at the fancy food show, I said to them, why is your burrata not kosher? And they said, it is kosher. It's just not on the packaging. So the OU is on the bottom. And this is not Chalav Yisrael, but it's fantastic. Okay. I brought some with me I'm for not today. Israel, so this All right. For dinner. <laughs> Another interesting company is this gummy bear company called California Gummy Bears, which I brought samples. Oh. And they have flavors like juicy strawberry and green apple. And this ZK? Is, eat one. <laughs> uh, it's not. Take one, it's, take one for the team. <laughs> they said it's cupcake dairy, so it, but there's nothing dairy in it. I think it's a. An issue it does not say dairy on it, but that's what they told me that it's cupcake dairy, which okay. I'll need to advise them about that. And there's another interesting company called um, everybody likes Haroset. What about Haroset during? I'm the Pesach person okay. over here. There's a company called Schmutz, they have two varieties of Haroset. Do you know my husband is obsessed with Haroset? Obsessed, obsessed. So, so the other one, this is the clothes one. We, we have a different flavor, fig hazelnut. Ah, well, we need to find it because it's in this stuff. We'll find it in a few minutes. Okay, all right. We might not eat that on camera. We'll eat it afterwards and report back. All right. We have this company called Everybody Eat. It is the special rice crackers, potato starch, with different flavors like chive and garlic, chili lime, um, sea salt chia, cheeseless. Another company which is really great is called Fatty Sunday, and this is what they have this year for Purim. Oh, sorry, for Hanukkah. This is what we're, something we're going to give away. They have oh, individual so boxes, and they also have a large uh, package like this with Adorable. eight different sizes. Company from Israel called This is what we want to talk. Support Israel now by eating candy. So these are our Parv chocolate peanut butter wafers and regular flavors. They are milk, M-Y-L-K. So I brought extra Ooh. for us all to share yeah, yeah, and give yeah. those away. We have a company from France called Riemi. Okay. And they have lemonade and they have apple cider Ooh, in this beautiful jar. Gorgeous. Beautiful gorgeous. jar. Ooh, blood and orange. blood orange. Beautiful. We have a company called Svoglini. And they have pastas. There was something a while back called the Sporkful, where the guy was trying to invent his own pasta yeah, shapes. Yeah. So Cascatelli, which we've seen at Trader Joe's, but this is the company that actually makes them. Okay, amazing. We and love pasta. we have a company called India Tree, which I showed you before. They're sprinkles. They also make sugars, mushrooms, yeah. things like that. Wow. We have a company called Finbos from South Africa, where they have a chili jam with ginger. Oh, they that's have, so South African. They have a spo- smoked aubergine spread. We have a company I found that makes these salts, which has salt and pepper, which has these gazelles on them, which are really it's adorable. Really that's adorable. good for my travels. And I last see. but not least, I think we have this company called Pop Daddy. And they have different flavors of pretzels, popcorn, really interesting flavors. What is that? 
This is, I think, popcorn. Am I opening these? You are. We are. And I didn't bring with me, I forgot, but there's a company called Wicked Crisp. Now, we're going to give away a whole bunch of these different products on Instagram after the show airs, and there'll be information on Naomi's page as well as my page. Yeah, can I have the pickle chips? I'm going to – Zalman is picking what I should open. Oh, and last, Rick's Picks, Little Pickles, Gray for me, Schloch, my note, and they have other flavors and things like that too. Okay, we we have a lot to eat after the show. We do. We're going to take lots of pictures. We should have like a, you know – Backstage, after stay, after hours uh, recording. After party. Okay, well, I want to thank our Sophia, Rahi, Alyssa. What an amazing lineup we had. This is a total eating foodie show at its height. We're going to go bake some challah in the kitchen in the Shefa Magandavid to support our people in Israel, the land of pe- the, the land of Israel, the people of Israel. Daven for by the time this airs, hopefully this will all be over. And we will just have a, you know, you'll listen to this and thinking that was so last week, you know. So wishing you all a Shabbat Shalom, peace everywhere. We've got music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until left benching. Shabbat Shalom.